everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 139 on Monday the 11th of July 2011. My name is Steve Layton and this week it's all aboard the Funky Bus for a little trip to Funky Funky Town. Um, as I promised you last week, we're on a bit of a natural kind of fortnight if you like. Um, and after the really great Costa Rica Pearl Negra of last week, which has been so well received, like incredibly well received. This week's is another natural, but something that is like the opposite end of the scale, if you like. So, um, very different, but kind of related to a coffee we did a few weeks ago that you may remember, but is much more of a washed kind of coffee. So, um, yes, that's, uh, that's going to be in a moment. Um, roastery, a quick roastery update. It is coming along. It's not coming along as quickly as I'd have hoped. Um, but I think I might be doing a little in my roastery at some point in the next couple of days, so keep your eyes on Hasblog for that. Uh, QR reader, um, the labels, thank you for scanning. I, I am keeping an eye on the stats, and we had a few hundred people use it last, last week, so I'm going to keep with it. Um, with it being new, I'm not sure if we're going to keep it forever, uh, but I would very much like, if you like it, please keep using it. If you don't, then don't, and then that's a good way of me measuring. Uh, next week, I promise there will be some hidden codes in there for next week too. So, this video podcast is about coffee, um, so it's about time I talked about coffee. Uh, this week's is from uh, Nicaragua, and it's from the much-loved Limoncillo farm um, that we had a few weeks ago, as I said earlier. Um, but this coffee is the naturally processed version, and it's also a different varietal. Um, normally, natural process would be enough for us to take that trip to Funky Town, um, because the processing on this farm we know is good, uh, with their, at the very top of their game, and, and that would naturally be so. But then throw into the mix that the varietal of this coffee is Pacamara, um, which in my experience is a little bit crazy anyway, then that's a pretty explosive package um, to put together. Uh, I'm very excited to present to you here. So this coffee came around because of our direct trade relationship with the farm. Uh, because we were doing that this year, we were able to look at other coffees uh, and make some buying decisions from other samples that they could send us. Uh, this week I've added uh, Nicaraguan Los Milagros, um, which uh, is from the same uh, group of farms, if you like. Uh, I, and I will get back to doing it in my mug at some point in the future. Um, but this is like a, a great example of why working direct means it can open so many more options for us. Um, when the samples arrived, I didn't have very long to make the decision. And I remember actually, it was on a Sunday, I'd just recorded in my mug, and I cupped it. And I was so blown away by this Pacamara Natural that I actually had to tweet it straight away and then I had to phone Andy the roaster up to tell him how amazing this coffee was because I was so excited. He was like, yeah and I'll, I'll taste it tomorrow, and I'm like, no, no, but it's great, it's great. So, um, yeah, it's a really, really super coffee, and I'm sure you're gonna love it. Um, so, yes, the story. That, sorry, I'm going blank for a moment there. So, I know you'll have heard this a couple of weeks ago, but let's get into the story of Nicaragua, Limoncillo, and how it came about. So, first of all, I bought this coffee in 2007 as part of a buying group for the Cup of Excellence. Uh, this was the first time I'd seen the coffee, knew nothing about it at all, uh, but really enjoyed it on the cupping table. So we bid for it, we got it, um, I found out half an hour later that it was owned by two brothers, well, owned by the father of two brothers uh, in Nicaragua, and, and the only two people I actually know there, uh, and they're really good friends, Stephen and Irwin. So, um, it was really kind of one of those quirky twists of fate that seemed like it was inspired to be so. 
So the following year, I spent uh, the whole year virtually onto our uh, importers asking them to buy this coffee. Because we couldn't bring in enough of the coffee ourselves, um, we needed some help and that's what the, the, the importers helped us do. And they shared it with some other people in Europe. Um, and that's how it's worked for the past two years and it worked really, really well. Um, unfortunately this year there's been a change and they weren't going to bring it in this year and we were still very keen to, to see that. So some diving around, ducking, diving, trying to find the money to buy the coffee. We were able to bring it in as a direct trade coffee uh, this year. Direct trade, I am going to do this video in the, the really near future because direct trade is a very open term that doesn't mean the same to everybody um, but I, I really want uh, to explain to you guys what it really means. But what it means to me is that we're able to bring a coffee in, we know the exact price we're paying to the producer and we can have opportunities like this Pacamara um, that came along that maybe our importers wouldn't have wanted to take the risk on because it's a different coffee, it's very very dangerous um, but I think it's amazing, and I'm sure you guys will think it's absolutely amazing too. We're able to take those kind of gambles, because I think I know a little bit more about what you guys actually want in the cup, if that makes sense, than perhaps my importers do. And they don't necessarily trust me that I will buy you all of this, you know, which is a fairly hefty lot. So, um, a little bit about the farm. Located in Matagalpa, huge 171 hectares farm. Um, within the farm I think there's nine waterfalls which uh, I, I have a great picture of me and Erwin standing in the middle of one which is cool. Uh, owned by the Maresh family as I've already said, uh, good friends, very well respected producers in Nicaragua, very well known for their experimental uh, processing and varietal work which is where this coffee comes running in at um, and uh, they're just good people. You know, I, I can't, cannot get this across enough, and I know I've said it a few times on these, but for me, good people tend to grow good coffee. That's just the way that it goes. Uh, you know, and, and, and it, de oh, sorry, excuse me, my nose is itching. <laughs> In this case, it's definitely true. For, for instance, the very employees, they provide free healthcare facilities on the farm for everybody who works there. They have on-site uh, teachers, um, that are not just for the children, but also for the rest of the staff who work on the farm, so anybody can take advantage of the education system there. Um, and the teachers that work on the farm are paid really, really well because uh, it's, not a, it's a long way from the city, so they have to really pay them, but they've got good teachers. Um, as employers, they pay their staff 30% more than the typical minimum wage. Uh, they provide free housing for, uh, I think it's around about 60 families on the farm. Um, they provide free electricity for those houses, uh, free running water uh, for the homes. They provide free food for the workers should they need it. Um, and they also have uh, daycare facilities for the families to use. And that's just the iceberg. These are good people, um, and, and I don't know. I get a really warm feeling working with them, um, and I also get a really warm feeling when I taste their coffees, which is obviously just as important. Um, the numbers of the farmer is it's called uh, Finca uh, uh, El Limoncillo. Uh, it's owned by Dr. Erwin Maresh. Uh, the region is Matagalpa. Farm size 171 hectares. Growing lap like part is 109 hectares. The varietal is Pacamara. Um, it's a naturally processed, sun-dried coffee, um, and it is goddamn amazing. There's also a little link of why I'm doing this coffee this week. Um, one, Tapped and Packed, uh, you may know, I did in my mug from there a while back, 
Uh, they're a coffee shop that we, we work with very closely, as a lot of other roasters do, but we work with these guys, and we've just done a new blend for them, for their new shop that opened this weekend, uh, 114 Tottenham Court Road uh, in London. You must go visit them, they're amazing people, and in their blend they have 30% of this coffee. It is crazy kind of complex because they also have uh, some of the normal limoncillo in there as well and it is a delicious delicious espresso blend you must go in and see those guys so with them opening this weekend that blend being put together a couple of weeks ago it seemed like a great idea also this week uh, you may have heard of something called TED um, TED is a technology education or, uh, or in development I think it might be so I'm um, riffing off the but it's basically a group of conferences where you get I think they get 18 minutes to stand up there and do a presentation on something that anything topic they want to do with technology education and development and um, they do it all around the world uh, mainly in the states last a few a few months back we did it and we were in uh, we sorry we did it what am I talking about? We supplied some coffee. There was a group of roasters that supplied some coffee for some top baristas to go in and present these coffees to this educated uh, audience of, of, of professionals. Um, last, last time we sent Machi Kamaka. Machi Kamaka had just arrived. You know how much we love that coffee. It was a great way of representing what we are. Um, this time it's in Edinburgh and a group of uh, baristas from the UK and from the States and from Europe are flying in to go and run this event. It's a huge deal uh, in, in the technology kind of space, if you like. Um, and it's a huge deal that we're presenting some of these amazing coffees uh, to, to, to these people. And this is the coffee that we're presenting uh, this time. Um, I think it's really cool because it's so different to anything else that will be there. And this coffee is going to, when we get to the tasting part, is so different to majority of things that you taste. Um, and I think it's a real conversation starter. I've rambled enough. I'm going to whap you on pause. Um, I'm going to go make some coffee and I'll be back with you in just a moment. Hello everybody, so I'm back. I'm going to dive straight into the espresso. Oh, that's big. I'm going to come back to that in a moment. I'm going to show you a picture of the beans first. So I'm going to show the rose colour, which I think is a medium dark rose colour. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, bean size. I mean, you can see from the picture, the beans are huge. Um, now, the reason for this is it's a, it's a varietal mix between uh, pacas, which is a, um, a very common varietal found in El Salvador, and uh, maragajip, which I think has its origins in Brazil. In fact, I'm fairly confident it has its origins in Brazil. So it's kind of weird that this coffee finds its way to Nicaragua. I think the most common place to find Pacamaras is El Salvador um, and El Salvador have done some amazing work with Pacamaras and a lot of stuff I've tasted outside of El Salvador has been a bit meh, a bit meh, you know, not so hot. This one, obviously because it's here, was very different to that. So, espresso. <laughs> it's probably the biggest espresso you're going to have this year. If you have this coffee, it will be the biggest espresso that you will have this year without being dirty or woody or nasty or harsh or over roasted or just for its natural flavours within it. It's immense. I mean, it really is an immense coffee. Um, you get lots of dried fruits that you get very typically with, with, with these kind of coffees. But you get this like 
It's a bubble gum. It's like a really chewy, bubblegummy kind of strawberry fest going on. It's an amazing espresso. Like, actually, I'll need that for my ratings. Uh, truly amazing. So, onto it in milk. Now, so often with cappuccinos, lattes, the coffee becomes secondary to the milk flavour. The sweetness of the milk overpowers. And particularly with the milk I use, I tend to use a lot of the Cravendale milk, which is very sweet and, and, and basically use it because it's incredibly consistent. So whenever I'm tasting stuff, it, the milk is never the thing that's changing, it's the coffee that's changing. But it's just, it's all coffee. You taste exactly what you taste here with a hint of milk. Um, I, I just, I'm amazed at this coffee. I, I mean, I'd say when I cupped it, I, ha I stopped and I had to phone people. I was that amazed with it. But that's what, for me, what great coffee can be. New mug. Did it? Behind you, you're my wife now, Dave. If you haven't seen, th this character is from. Um, Oh, what's it called? Oh, it doesn't even have it on here. Oh, that's, I'm going to put a thing below because I've just got a mental block on the name of it. Um, but yes, uh, the character is... Uh, you're, you're my wife now, Dave. Oh, what is it called? Oh, I can't... Anyway, the, now, I've got to remember the name because I keep wanting to call him Greg, but he's not. It's Gary Dyke. Very kindly gave this to me, so... Gary, thank you very, very much, mate. It's much appreciated. I haven't done snozzer in the bowl for a while, and I actually have some here because it's such an aromatic coffee. Oh, it just, yeah. It just smells funky. And I know that descriptor winds some people up because what is funky? Well, what is funky? That. That's funky. And even the beans just in the bag, ungrained, are phenomenal. It's phenomenally good coffee. Time to... So I brewed this week in the Chemex, no surprises there because it is my weapon of choice, but I've used uh, one of the new cones today, which is the reusable cone by Cova, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying the results. It's been, it's been good fun to play with it, so I don't know enough to give you a, any kind of commentary on it apart from I like it so far, so... Now, even on the coffee, you get the smell that's coming from there and coming from there, and it's big time smell. Um, I will warn you, this is where I love drinking this coffee. I think it's great in those and I think it really works well and it's not that it's any worse in those. I just love my brewed coffee and, and this, I know, I'm, I've been thinking about this since I knew this was going to be this week's in my mug, so. Okay, I haven't particularly nailed the brew today, but what you get is you get strawberries. You get, think Angel Delight. You've had Angel Delight before. If you don't know what Angel Delight is, it's like a, a powder, creamy kind of sauce. It's like a like a blamangi style dessert, but it's it's strawberry Angel Delight because you get that false strawberry. It's not like eating a strawberry. It's like a false strawberry mixed in with some cream. But then on the back end, you get this bubble gummy stuff going on, which is just phenomenal. And then this is like you're chewing away, you're just kind of like strawberry bubble gum, strawberry Angel Delight. It is so delicious. I mean, it just the body and the mouthfeel on it is massive. Um, and with it being so big, you expect it to have a little bit of earthy, dirty kind of 
bolder notes and it doesn't. It's so clean for a natural. It, it, it scares me that they can make coffee like this. Um, I think we are so blessed to have this. Uh, I'm, I'm just think it's like a huge coffee and it's going to be a big thing for us this year and hopefully a big thing in the future to come. Um, for me, one of the coffees of the year, without a doubt. Come the top 10 at the end of the year, this coffee will be in there, without a doubt. Um, and it will be very much towards the top. Because it's very different to something like Machikamaka, which you know I love, I actually think it's right up there with it. Uh, that's, that's how big a praise I'm going to give this cup. Um, it's a phenomenal coffee. It's absolutely a phenomenal coffee. We are so lucky to have it. Um, thank you to Erwin, Stephen and Dr. Maresh for, for letting us have it. We are, we are very lucky people and I'm very pleased to be sharing it with you. Right, let's go through some numbers to wrap it up. So we've got uh, Farmies El Limoncillo, owned by Dr. Maresh, region of Matagalpa, farm size 171 hectares, of which 190 is coffee growing area, altitude of around about 1,200 metres above sea level, uh, varietal is Pacamara, it's a naturally processed sun-dried coffee, um, and let's give you three facts about it. So the first fact is, it's a Pacamara, which we've already said is a mixture of the Pacas varietal and the Mariga sheep. Second one, it is naturally processed coffee. By naturally processed, we mean the cherry was left on, on the seed, left to dry in the sun. Then the cherry was removed afterwards, after the cherry had shriveled up and dried. Um, and what else? Um, come on. Uh, and part of our direct trade program, um, and shows the evolution of has been from bought it as a cup of excellence, lot from the from the farm, not this particular coffee. We've now used a broker. We now buying directly from the farm, and it's given us access to this very unique micro lot that we're very pleased to present to you. Right, I'm going to shut up. Uh, it's time for me to go. And um, is there anything I needed to tell you? Life is too short for bad coffee. <laughs>